I, I may tell you a tale, a tale of three little pigs and a big bad Just as fast as they could. 
Another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show on a... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Now, look, before we get things going, um, today is a day in history that everybody should remember. Um, I know it's passed over a lot, and uh, I, I'm still going to make fun of the state today, but I- I- if I have to. I don't know if I have any stories that uh, come out of this state today. Um, but it was on this day in 1995 that a massive truck bomb exploded in front of the federal building in Oklahoma City, killing 168 people, including 19 children. And it's a day that's kind of glossed over due to the fact that 9-11 happened and other things happened. But uh, if you're out and about today and you're thinking about it, uh, think about the people that survived the Alfred Murrow Federal Building uh, explosion this day. I remember I was at 2900 Sutro, uh, halfway into the show at that time, and uh, I remember getting this story, and I remember being mad as hell about it. I remember, I I, I think I said something to the effect uh, on the air of, oh, I'm going to go to a 7-Eleven today and whoop somebody's ass. So uh, just remember that, um, that that happened on this day. In history, and I want to say thanks to Arise for reminding me of that. Um, let's see. Let 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 let's see. Where are we going to start? To I, I I mean, I I know where I want to start. I, I I'm going to say good mornings to y'all first, cause uh, I I got a tad bit uh, of what we would call a bone to pick with the ass family. I I'm I'm just saying, not really a bad one. I'm just saying. So we're going to say good mornings first. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gold says happy. Pump day. Everybody. Uh, Battleborn in Nebraska says happy. Pump day. Ass family. Straight fire is all up in the house. Well, la freaking duh. He says get ready for some kick-ass entertainment, Arnie State style. You got that right, my friend. Oh, my lucky the one, uh, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. Bunch of slap-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. Yep, uh, I, mean, I mean, it does. So I hope you have a good day and enjoy the devil music, as you put. Uh, my man Derek is all up in the house as well. I work with retards. No, not that one. Becca! He says, good morning, ass family, and happy... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Ah, my main man, look at this. Look at here, look at here, what we got coming up, my man Mage. Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato! Round here, we speak American, okay, bud? Ah, uh, Mage says, good morning, ass and AIG. To follow bratty kids, the Japanese word of the day is Akuma. No, 
Ong-Aku. Translation, devil music. There you go. I mean, we learned it. See, once again, once again, I keep telling y'all, this is a show about learning. This is an educational program. Oh, gosh. I need to get some federal funding. Right Meow says, good morning, ass people. Uh, Battleborn says, haven't heard Jacqueline in years. I, I do love... I. I, I like ja- I like that song and, and like one other song, but other than that, terrible band. But I have seen them live and I got to see the chainsaw in action. Saw them at the little wall up in Reno. Fun show. Sanchez family says Ahoy. Stray Fire says I always wanted the dude to sing Bon Scott from ACDC, Paul Bunyan's favorite song. Maybe Jesse James could get I maybe he was probably better than uh, than 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 Axel. I don't know. I mean, I didn't like the Axel version of ACDC whatsoever. That was terrible. Buenos Dias, Ogre. Uh, he says, Buenos Dias, Familia. Erised is all up in the house. There we go. See, see, if I would have been way, way prepared today, I would have had an explosion there after that because that would have been funnier. Uh, isn't it weird that Hillary documents were housed there and lost? Uh, you're out in the house. She says, morning all. Well, I caught the crud at, uh, at Camapalooza yesterday, but I survived. Synopsis, it was exactly what they said, a conversation about reproductive rights. There was a lot of freaking waiting, and then just Kamala, Hillary Sheevy, and Rosario Dawson talking about reproductive laws in Nevada. Why is Hillary Sheevy talking about reproductive laws? Her and her partners can't get pregnant. When you lick a lot of puss, you can't get pregnant. I did accidentally walk into the VIP section. Didn't get kicked out for like three or four minutes, so that was fun. Anyways, Rosario Rosario Dawson says hey to me, and she's much prettier in person. That's all. I'm going back to bed, and happy hump day hump day hump day hump day did you get a picture of rosario dawson's chest <laughs> she is a fucking chocolate goddess whitewash says good morning ass family swoosh is in the house he says hump day happy uh hump day ass family geez ogre <laughs> look at you getting all quagmired up giggity 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 goo do i still have the giggity so i i know i saw it the other day I just have no idea where the giggity is anymore because I have so many other sound effects. We have like 300 sound effects here. It's craziness what goes on in this thing. Uh, Andrew says, happy ass family. Uh, And there you go. Now, now, oh, oh, we do have some new uh, sound effects, uh, by the way. New album. I'm I'm thinking about buying this album. I saw it online, and uh, I got to talk it over with Braddy Kid first. Um, it, 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 it's a brand new album that's being released. Now, I'm going to play snippets of it today. From Time Life Music comes a one-of-a-kind Rat Pack collection, their most bigoted songs. All your favorite once-acceptable hits like Drunk Old Engine. The Drunk Old Engine squatting in his teepee by a water keeping him warm. Okay, that, that's just one of the many. Uh, we'll, we'll be playing those throughout the morning. All right, time to pick a break. I got a bone to pick with y'all. Yesterday, near the end of the show, and I'm sorry I had to wrap up the show so quickly, but we had to get going because we got our our new uh, Hyundai Santa Fe that we're driving for the next week because the truck's getting fixed. 
But we talked about this popcorn story on an airline where a woman who was 22, what was it, 22 weeks, 22 months pregnant? I don't know, 22 weeks, that's it. You people in your damn weeks and months and shit. She's four months pregnant. She's four and a half months pregnant, five and a half months pregnant, for Christ's sake. And she got two kids, and her husband's a major league baseball player. The story was that her sister, Jesse James Decker, some kind of almost celebrity. She's a real, re, uh, reality star. I, I think she kind of sings sometimes, too, but I'm not sure. She's married to some guy who played for the Jets, so that's why she's not really a celebrity. Her sister's married to a guy who plays for the Blue Jays, so definitely not a celebrity. But the one who's married to the Blue Jays took her two- and five-year-old on a flight, and the, the, the five-year-old ate some popcorn. Well, the first story that came out was that the airlines gave the kid popcorn, and I'm about to tell you that is a flat-out lie. Ain't no... Uh, uh, United Airlines, I'll tell you this right now, I know why their fares are so much then. They hand out the giant family-sized bag of popcorn. Oh, I don't think so. No, 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 no. The giant, look, I saw a picture of the little girl who had the bag, a giant bag of popcorn. And then I got to see the picture that nobody was showing yesterday. Picture that nobody was showing yesterday, and I'm sharing it with y'all motherfuckers right now. This kid's a pig. There's popcorn all under the seat. It's behind them. What are they doing? That ain't the stewardess's job. And the five-year-old's playing on a tablet. So if a five-year-old can play on a tablet, then a five-year-old can pick up the trash can, the, the popcorn they threw on the ground. Oh, I'm calling Bubkiss on this shit. That, that little pitcher wants to come to me and, and say something to me. Come on, boy. You play for Toronto. You weren't even good enough to stay with the fucking Rangers when we had you. You shitbag. By the way, first place Texas Rangers whooped Kansas City's ass again last night. Write me out says solution, stop having kids. Look at it, that's a mess. How would you walk it down now, seriously? If my kid had made that mess, my kid's cleaning that shit up. If I made that mess, my kid's cleaning that shit up. I ain't leaving that. The stewardess can use a dust buster to get it. Yeah, or, or, you could tell your five-year-old to stop being such a little fucking pig. And yes, I'm calling a five-year-old little girl a pig. I'm already going to hell. Before anybody gets mad at me for calling a five-year-old a pig, I ain't calling her a pig because she has body fat issues. I'm calling her a pig because she roots around in shit. God damn it. Good Lord. Five years old. I clean up after Roscoe even when he doesn't make a mess. Yeah, you got to clean up. Look, look. If this was the two-year-old only, then I would be like, okay, you can't make two-year-old. Then mom probably got to pick it up. Five-year-old? Five-year-old? Man, there are five-year-olds in China who are putting Air Jordans together right now. I'm just going to tell you that. Five-year-old can do that. If a five-year-old in China can put together a pair of Air Jordans, a five-year-old in American can pick up the trash they let. All right, that just gets me. Yeah, that just gets me fired up to get going into the show. Send that brat in the cockpit to talk about gladiator movies. Oh, V Coop, 
We argued about this last night at home because I said they needed to clean up after their mess, and Mr. Arise says that's what the crew gets paid for. And and and, and I'm sorry. Look, Mr. Arise, I like you a lot. You're a chef and all, and and, and I, I I'd love to have you kick me a big old ribeye the perfect way, big old uh, tomahawk ribeye. You can make fancy potatoes if you want. You want to make baked potato? That's fine too. But no, 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 no. A five-year-old okay can make my iPhone. They can pick up their mess. You're goddamn right. Where, where is that damn sound effect? You're goddamn right. There it is. All right. The world has lost their minds. I'm saying this as no news to anyone who listens to this program, but yesterday it really, really jumped the shark, and I'm talking about the United Nations. Why we would do anything with this group? The United Nations ruled yesterday that sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual in fact, if not law. The United Nations is working to mainstream sex with minors, stating a report that relations with underage individuals can be considered consexual despite worldwide prohibit, uh, prohibitations on such acts. Sexual conduct involving persons below the domestically prescribed minimum age of consent to sex may be consensual in fact, if not in law. So it... Are, are, are you saying that you got to have the law in place so in America, so underage sex is still bad because we have age of consent? This is the thing that I don't understand. Okay? Aren't we supposed to protect children? Aren't we supposed to protect our children because nobody else can do it? Um, uh, Zach, who hasn't texted me yet, I hope he's listening, because he sent me this yesterday, and this is a very funny video, but it's the fucking truth. When our children tell us who they are, it is our job as grown-ups to listen and to believe them. You told me you were a fire truck, and now you're just gonna stand there and do nothing? When our children tell us who they are, it is our job as grown-ups to listen and to believe them. What the fuck is wrong with the world we're giving into pedos? Might as well let Jizzlene out of jail go back to medieval times, huh? I, I I don't even know. I like like I I'm so confused right now with the way that the world treats children and the way that parents are treating kids. Uh, you should listen to them and tell. So if my kid says, and and this is somebody who made a video, if my kid says they're a fire truck, I can take my kid to a fire. Well, no, that's stupid. It, that's equally as stupid as when my kid says he's a little girl when he was born a boy. Do you not see the the how how, I, how do you not see the correlation? Am I missing something? Is there no correlation there? If if a kid says he's a fire truck and you go, oh, that's not real, but but a kid says he's a girl, oh, that is real. Huh? 
Like, like, like literally. Like, I, I just want to sit back and, and, and listen to some music. Maybe a, a, a new album I'm going to buy. From Time Life Music comes a one-of-a-kind Rat Pack collection, their most bigoted songs. All your favorite once-acceptable hits like Dean Martin singing Chinaman's Chants. And Mr. Chinaman say in his Chinaman way, a ding-a-ling, a ching-a-chong, a ching-a-chong-choo. Telling you, I'm, I'm thinking about investing in this record. <laughs> Children's moods change by the hour. One hour they'll be begging to play Legos. Next thing you're outside playing in dirt. Kids don't know, have never known, and will never know jack shit about what they want or who they are. No, they won't because their brains aren't fucking developed. It's no knock on kids. We're not making fun of them. It's science. Oh, I know. I I know. Two years ago we were told follow the science. Follow the science. Now we've taken science. And we've rolled it up, and we're wiping our asses with it. Uh, Mage like that. You like that? You think I should get this one, Mage? From Time Life Music comes like a one-of-a-kind Rat one. Pack collection, their most bigoted songs. All your favorite once-acceptable hits, like Dean Martin singing Chinaman's Chants. And Mr. Chinaman say in his Chinaman way, a ding-a-ling, a ching-a-chong, a ching-a-chong-choo. If the kid said, I'm a serial killer, so don't fall asleep tonight or your tongue and eyeballs will be swapped, would you let him? No, I wouldn't let him. I'd beat my kid's ass. My kid's going to threaten me like that. I'm going to fight him. I said I was Bret Hart. I want my five WWE titles and my brother dropped from the ceiling. Cowboys Girl says good morning. Well, good morning to you, Cowboys Girl, and happy Pump day right there. Scott says the UN is working towards sex with minors because it gets all of them off the hook for Epstein Island. Interesting take. Going to show science is guided by humans, and humans are emotional and open to persuasion. Oh, the news on the vaccines. Ouch for Fauci. I've got an update on, on another what they call a bomb. That was dropped yesterday. No, that's not Mage's theme. No, 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 no. Mage has, Mage has so many other things. We we have the special entry for Mage, so he's got his walk-up music here on the show, or his walk-up sound effect, I should say. Um, you can get a walk-up one too. I mean, I mean, he's gonna send me a hat from Japan with the Japanese letter A on it. I can't wait. I'm excited about that. Uh, all right, enough of that. From that there. All right. Yesterday, and I do have a listener mail that pertains to this because we are doing listener mail today, brought to you by JS Force. This is a very sad story for a lot of people. Yes, it's in the same category of stupidity and retardedness and everything else that's wrong in the world. Judy Bloom, a woman who wrote so many books, who helped girls understand their bodies maybe growing up. She wrote about what happens when you get your first period, your first crush, loves, losing your virginity. She was denounced as a smut peddler, a pornographer, bent on corrupting America's youth, girls in particular. But a lot of girls read her books. LOL, I'm Chinese, not a Chinaman. <laughs> 
Bloom never once apologized. She never caved to book bans or calls for censorship. She defended herself in her work and, most importantly, her young readers coming of age before TikTok, Instagram, and Google. And this is why what she did yesterday was so horrible. She throws J.K. Rowling under the bus, so even if she can't stand up for women and girls, who will? That's what the question is. Uh, Judy Bloom says, I love her of Rowling's, um, but I haven't been in touch with her during this tough time. I'm behind her 100% as I watch from afar, but I haven't been. uh, It was clear that Bloom was referring to her vocal concern about trains, blah, 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 blah. Bloom used her considerable cultural capital for good. Alas, it feels good. Coming Monday morning, how cowardly, what a betrayal for one writer to accuse another of carelessness, if not nefarious intent. She wrote yesterday on Twitter two days ago, I wholly support the trans community. My point, which was taken out of context, is that I can empathize with a writer or a person who has been harassed online. I stand with the trans community and vehemently disagree with anyone who does not fully support equality and acceptance for the alphabet cult and people. Anything to the contrary is total bullshit. No, I'm going to tell you what's total bullshit there, uh, Judy Bloom. You are total bullshit. You, a woman who has gone through this exact same thing, and then you bail on another female writer who's not writing about it, who has a personal idea about it. She's not going out there banging the, uh, ringing the bell saying, we need to end trans people. She says that trans women are not women. And I stand next to J.K. Rowling on that. How about celebrities that stop saying anything? In fact, everyone stopped saying anything. Anything you say can be misconstrued, misinterpreted, and canceled. I saw an Elvis interview uh, recently um, in video form, somebody's story or something. Elvis is being interviewed, and a young reporter asks Elvis, uh, Elvis, what do you think about uh, the celebrities who speak out about politics and things like this? And this is back in the probably mid-70s, so Vietnam was probably over by then. And Elvis did something that made Elvis Elvis. Elvis looked at the young lady, and he says, "Uh, look, I'm just an entertainer. I'm a singer, and I don't, I want to keep all that stuff private. Good for you, Elvis. And and by the way, this is why people loved Elvis. And to this day, they still love Elvis. Elvis was concerned about one thing in his career, entertaining his fans. That's the most important thing that a singer can do is entertain his fans. I don't know when we all got so wrapped up. Oh, Draymond Green only got suspended for one game without pay? That's bullshit. We'll talk about that tomorrow with Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy more. Um, when did it happen? When did when did celebrities start getting into bed with politics and start doing all this? 
Why can't we have more entertainers and celebrities like Elvis who come out and say, you know what, I, 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 I'm, I'm an entertainer. Don't like me for my politics. Like me for my music because my politics are personal. Sorry, I don't want to talk about it. But no, no, instead now we have um, we, ha- we, we have to, movies are now all politically agendified. Oh, shit, Straight Fire's calling. Hold on a second here. Let me plug this in. Yes, sir, Mr. Straight Fire. Hey, how's it going, Arnie? Good, What's buddy. How about you? Doing good. Hey, you asked us to remind you uh, today to call the uh, asshole vape shop. Oh, uh, that's a manag- good call. The managers are going to be there, so I'm looking forward to hearing about that. Call vape. Okay, I will call them uh, in a little bit. Thank you, Straight Fire. Listener of Thank the you, day sir. right there. You're the man. Have a good one, Arnie. See you, buddy. Uh, all right, yeah, we got to call the vape shop today. Jane Fonda was one of the first ones when she sided with the Viet Cong. Okay. Um, I, I, and this is the part that I just don't get. I, I, I don't get a lot of this, but here you go. This was, um, I believe this is the Secretary of Education yesterday. And this goes to another point that I want to talk about with this whole argument. Um, Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona. Now, this is the man who's in charge of the education of all American children. A Republican out of Georgia, Representative Andrew Clyde, had a bit of an exchange with him yesterday. And it went a little something like this. Well, as soon as the ads is done. There are no time of the day application restrictions with... There you go. That's not what he asked you, dick face. I've had it. I'm done. If you could see me right now, you could see the frustration in my face. Can't hear anything? You couldn't hear that? Hold on. Let me try it again. Uh, Can't hear anything. I'm getting levels here. Hold on. Let's play this again. Angel Soft Toilet Paper is strong and... Can you hear now? Soft. Every time, Angel Soft. Hmm. 
very faint. Okay, hold on a second here. Let's see if I can fix this. Uh, uh, sec Nation, uh, woman. Let's see. Let's see if, if, if will this one play louder? I hope this one does. If it doesn't, then um, you'll just have to bear with me. Sorry. I don't know why that recording was so low. Let's see. All right. This house, but can we even... There's an ad there. Arnie, nothing wrong with your audio man. Uh, tell them to fix their phone. Uh, loud and clear sounds great to me. All right, well, we ain't going to play. I'll, I'll, let's see if I can find it one more time. Just one more time. And uh, what's my other call? Realtor.com. Oh, come on. I don't give a fuck about Realtor.com. This is what I care about, the world headlines. Disney doubles down. No, they ain't going to give it to me here. All right, so... The Secretary of Education yesterday, in case you didn't hear, he was asked by a representative to define what a woman was. And like everybody else who's been asked this question, um, no one will answer it. No one will answer this this question. Nobody is at, it, nobody answers it. What is a woman? I can define it. A woman is a human being born with XX chromosomes and born with the right parts to bear a child. Now they're born with the right parts. That doesn't mean those parts work. So you, if you want to try to use the 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 lie, the bullshit, the the, the, the shell game of, oh, so if a woman can't have a baby, she's not a woman. That's not what I said. Not what I said whatsoever. This continuing war on women. Unbelievable. Like I said, I don't know how you're going to vote for Democrats in the next election. And, and I know that a lot of women are. I know there's a ton of women out there that are going to vote Democrat. Good for you. But you're voting for a group that won't define what you are, ladies. What's the education secretary's gimmick? We had the clothing thief, the mentally ill health uh, admiral. Kamala pretends to be black and Joe pretends not to be retarded. Uh, oh, this guy's Hispanic. Oh, that's right. Oh, that, that's right. I do have another phone call. Okay, now I know what it is. Oh, it's, this is going to be a great call that we do later on. We'll call the vape people in this break, and then we'll, it, we'll start the next segment before mail. We'll, call, we'll make another phone call because I saw a commercial last night, and it's horrible. If you have a vagina and boobies, you are 100% a woman. Uh, well, let me, let me uh, you know what, Derek, you know? Correct the mundo. There you go. Uh, Matt Cardona, I, I think he's the uh, the token quote unquote Hispanic in the uh, in in the cabinet. He's the one that cuts their lawns. <laughs> he's the 
Yeah, I know. I know I'm going to hell. I Fuck, I don't care. I, I've gotten over the, the, the fear of going there. Uh, let's see. What's... Um, Oh, Riley Gaines came out yesterday. I got I got to tell you, Riley, I, I'm liking Riley Gaines more and more and more every single day. This is the young lady who was beat by Lee Thomas in the uh, swimming pool. Lee Thomas, who was a biological male, who said, Oh, I'm a female now, so I can swim against the ladies, and I can win national titles. Former All-American swimmer from the University of Kentucky, Riley Gaines. Didn't hold back yesterday when she was rejecting and reacting to President Biden's promise to veto a bill that would prevent biological males in women's sports. She says the president has declared that science, truth, and common sense no longer matter. In opposing this bill, President Biden is uh, catering to a radical minority at the expense of women who are 51% of the population. Equal opportunity, privacy, and safety in our sports shouldn't be controversial. The women who advocated for Title IX should be outraged as this goes against everything they ever fought for. Female athletes of all ages, levels, and sports deserve better. There is another gold. Thank you. I appreciate that. You did. You, you, uh... You reminded me that there is another telltale sign of what when and women are. Boys have penises and girls have diabetes. Yep, see? Like, like I said, like I, I know that you guys probably don't like it, but this is educational. When are we going to stop the bullshit? Ask family, when is the bullshit going to stop? You know, I, I I know that that I've heard that phrase from my parents before. When is this bullshit gonna stop? My bad grades sometimes. When is this bullshit gonna stop? And usually when I heard the phrase, when is this bullshit gonna stop? That's pretty much when it stopped for me. Why? Because I knew that it was now time. I knew that I was gonna be held to the 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 fire. That my bullshit had to stop right then and there. So when's this bullshit going to stop? All right, now I have a challenge for the ass family. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the Jeopardy music out, and I have a question. Without using the word inclusivity... Why is this happening? You can't say for inclusivity because that that that's so fucking dumb. Why are we allowing men to participate in women's sports? says, uh, I don't know, not buying products from big companies going woke is a good start. Maybe that's just me, though. 
There's no logical answer to back that uh, because kitchens are lonely. I honestly have no idea. I want to go back to the not buying products from big companies. It's working in the case of Budweiser. They've lost over $6 billion. I think it's over $8 billion now. Yet the spineless GOP. Now, for all the people that say I'm a conservative, the fucking GOP is completely spineless when they're coming out and saying, oh, no, no, Budweiser's fine American company. Please, please, please. Why? Because Budweiser's giving them millions of dollars in campaign funds. Because I said so. Always worked for me as a kid and my kid too. Oh, you still sucks. Have Bud lost that money to sales or stock value? Stock value. Stock value. I, I, but the stock value also reflects the sales numbers, from what I understand. Everything now is about feelings. Dumbass parents telling their kids they can be anything when they want to grow up and not killing their stupid dreams like real parents do. <laughs> Always have been. Those aren't trues. They are rhinos. Mitch McConnell is a fucking worthless bastard. I'm having a hard time, and yesterday I talked about this, and I said I wanted to get some more info, and I got some more info, and um, let me go to my text messages here. Um, Dan Crenshaw is a is an American hero. I can't take that away from him. He was a he was a Navy SEAL. I know a couple people in the SEAL community. I've I've been blessed to know them. Top notch people. Um, especially one of my friends. Uh, one I, I I don't get to talk to very very often, but I know him and I know what kind of quality human being he is. Um, the other one is a dear friend of mine who I would consider a brother who I reached out to uh, regarding this Dan Crenshaw story. So I saw a video yesterday. I don't know if you guys remember the story of the Navy SEAL that was charged with a war crime about two years ago, a year and a half ago. And he was being held. He couldn't see his lawyers. Um, and they were pretty much going to send him to Leavenworth for the rest of his life. And the fact of the matter is he did not commit a war crime. He was doing his job and a lot of navy seals a lot of team guys in this video that i saw um of other team guys talking about going to congress and and talking to dan crenshaw to try to get him to help because he is a congressman guys like you probably know this name now david goggins he's a one of these He's probably he's in every special forces out there. He's qualified for every special force. He's been in every every group. SEALs, Rangers, Green Berets. He runs 200-mile marathons. This, this, this guy is the epitome of just a workhorse. He's come out and said some things about Dan Crenshaw. Um, it turned out that Dan Crenshaw was allegedly working against this Navy SEAL. Now, I don't know if that's 100% true or not. But that is what that Navy SEAL heard. And I reached out to my friend and I asked him simply, um, um, if, if he would mind, at, you know, telling me what he's heard. And he says, uh, regarding Crenshaw, I've heard he has changed a lot since getting into Congress. 
per a highly respected SEAL buddy who is being vetted for uh, congressional seat in Texas. My opinion on Dan Crenshaw has changed a lot. I don't know how. I, I, if you can do that to a team member, and, and if you don't know anything about those. One guy was at his wedding, and his entire team showed for that wedding. And I felt I had never been safer a day in my life. All those seals at a wedding, fuck, I could have done anything I wanted to. And those guys, and, and, and they were very, very nice guys, fun guys to be around. Um, but, yeah, the, I think the boat has sailed on Dan Crenshaw, and, oof, it's sad. Um, all right, so I asked the question, why is this happening? Um, let's see, gender reassignment and to warp the world view and basic science. They want to vilify traditional mo- norms and values. Instead of thinking logically, people are doing uh, making decisions based off emotions because I said so. <laughs> um, let's see. Everything now is about feelings. Dumbass parents telling kids anything they want. Oh, I read that one. Always have been. Uh, those aren't uh, trues. Rhinos, yes, mage. So what is a true Republican? Anytime someone uses rhino or dino, it's usually an extreme measure. <clears throat> Left or right? By your measure, Reagan was a rhino because he worked with the left. No. See, and I think that working with, if somebody says that you're a rhino if you work with the left, I think that's stupid. Not at all. I I, I think that the parties should work together. I don't know. I I, I don't remember a time in my life that then Tip O'Neill would be a dino because Tip O'Neill crossed the left. uh, Newt Gingrich would be a rhino, and Bill Clinton would be a dino. The parties have to work together. Uh, other than he's a rhino, what's the story? I don't like the idea of calling Republicans rhino just because somebody doesn't pass your purity test doesn't mean he's not Republican. It's better to focus on things you do agree on rather than making enemies of people that are on your side. Crenshaw was tough and fought for what was right. Now he's playing the game and leaning towards the majority. Uh, Christopher, exactly. It's killing the GOP, and anyone who claims support it's voluntarily ushering in the left to continue sustained power. Yeah. Look, look. <clears throat> How about I'm the party of get shit done instead of I'm just going to stop other bloke from getting shit done. That's un- absolutely. I wish one of the sides would come up and say, I'm for the party that gets shit done. That should be the new party, the get shit done party. You see, you gotta get a you, you gotta get some fucking guys in there that 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 are that, that have maybe some knuckle dusters on, brass knuckles, if you will, some big fellas. And if the two sides decide not to work together, then then those two that are opposing each other, let's say AOC and Marjorie Taylor Greene, they aren't working together. You get some some big biker chick in there. And she whoops their asses for a couple hours until they agree. Fuck faces like Bobart and Green need to get voted out of the long-term health of this country, same as AOC and the squad. I agree. I'm no Marjorie Taylor Green fan. I li- the only reason why I like Bobart is because she's got nice boobs. The GSD party, the get shit done party. I'm all about that. 
And I wish that somebody in office had the fucking balls to just go onto a microphone and said, stop this insanity. Girls can't be boys and boys can't be girls. I'm sorry. If you want to pretend, that's fine because that's all you're doing. You're pretending. There's doing shit what's good for your base and then there's the uh, ridiculous pandering and ignoring what really needs to be done. This is where I stand, Ogre, and I think you know this. The party is secondary. If you're elected to Congress, if you're elected to office, you being true to the party is secondary. If a Democrat proposes a, a, a new, I don't know, food pantry in a rundown part of town, and wants to fund it with, uh, I, I, I don't know, with, with, with some tax revenue. If you're a Republican and you vote against that, just for the simple fact of voting against it because it's a Republican, I don't have time for you. If you're a Democrat that opposes uh, Republicans who want to, uh, I don't want to do some military here, I'm trying to think, uh, who wants to offer tax breaks. And you know that it's the right idea to offer tax breaks to people. Yes, the 1% are going to get tax breaks as well, but everybody's getting percentage. And you oppose that just because you're a Democrat? I don't have time for you. Lock them in a room with Gina Carano. Shit will get done fast. Yeah. Uh, You are therefore justifying what the left is doing for the trans movement. Well, if you go with your base, yes. Riley Gaines, <clears throat> she's, I already did that story, Jesus. I'm all over the place today. I didn't sleep that well last night. Uh, one, more, one, one more story about this. Um, last week I updated you on Sam Brinton. He is the non-binary guy who stole the luggage from the Las Vegas airport and was caught. And he was given um, a fine of like $3,800, and he has to complete some course. Well, he also stole uh, luggage in Las Vegas. He has undergo, uh, agreed to undergo a mental health evaluation in Minnesota after they were charged for stealing suitcases there. The evaluation, known as the Adult Diversion Program, will require Britain to write an apology letter to the victim, pay her, and complete community service. Why not jail time? You stole luggage from an airport. Now, from what I understand, an airport is federal property. You have committed a federal crime. And some of those suitcases that you stole, one one suitcase you stole cost more than $3,500. That's grand larceny. That's a felony. And now you're doing it on the federal level, yet you you get to go and get screened at a mental health evaluation that you won't participate in. Rules for thee, not for me. I No, I'm not going to challenge anybody to steal fucking luggage from an airport. 
Now they want to give him a mental health exam? No shit. I think she's, uh, he's really enjoying the jail time. He's not going there. Oh, I think this dude needs to become besties with Fetterman. He'll be the John Ritter character from Sling Blade, and they'll just need Chuck Schumer and the Dwight Yoakam jerk. <laughs> He's going to... Fetterman's going to walk up to him and go... Not funny, haha, funny queer. <laughs> that's not nice. Carl, that's not nice. These are so fantastic. Uh, let's see. Oh. See which one do I want to do first? I'm gonna do this one. Um, th- this name probably doesn't sound very familiar to you. Um, her name is Patty Lupone. She is a, a very very talented opera singer, and also she was the mom on that TV show uh, Life Goes On with Becca with Corky. And this is what she had to say yesterday about the Christian right. And what I'm going to say will maybe surprise you. It's the best way to make a difference and get a clean car. It's $10 Tuesdays at Club Car Wash. DeSantis and the LGBTQ. Well, that's extremely upsetting. Yeah. That is extremely upsetting. These are human beings. Yeah. And I could cry. They're not harming anybody. No. No. I don't know why he's doing this. I don't don't know. I mean, you know, and I've said this before and I'm going to get in trouble. But I have said this before, and it's been in print. I don't know what the difference between our Christian right and the Taliban is. I have no idea what the difference is. You're not- that could possibly be one of the stupidest things I've ever heard my in my entire life. But I will give her credit. Because the Christian right does have terrorists. Is she a better singer than Adele? God damn it, Wiener Dad. You got to get involved in this shit, too. Hello. Yeah, hello. It's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, no, I, I, I don't want to meet you. Uh, assuming that them working uh, together on issues that should be brought up isn't what a rhino means. Categorizing this with shit like gender fantasy land isn't the same. There are issues and backdoor deals that makes a rhino a rhino. It's that simple. We've seen the list they've jumped over the other side for. And this, it isn't basic economy or social issues. Politicians have been doing this since the first caveman got a pile of furs in exchange for deciding they attack another tribe. For fuck's sake, it happened during the writing and approval of our Declaration of Independence. Will always happen. For one, the Taliban is Muslim. Um, um, here's the main difference. Because there are terrorists on the Christian right. Oh, absolutely there are terrorists on the Christian right. Those, those quote-unquote Christians who uh, like to go to funerals and say God hates fags there. They're a part of the terrorist part of the Christian right. There's something interesting about them, though, and I'll, I'll get back to it. Um, these groups that blow up abortion clinics, they're terrorists, a part of the Christian right. But when you bash the entire Christian right and you say you don't know what's the difference between them, first of all, a God, that's the main difference that's between them. Um, and here's the other thing. The rest of our religion, the Christian right, if you will, 
They speak out. They denounce those people. Now, I still have yet to hear a Muslim denounce what happened at 9-11. You don't hear, you don't hear that. Oh, here's another thing. Uh, even in that group, the, 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 the God Hates Fags group, uh, what was it, Westboro Baptist Church out of Kansas, and their main attorney is the preacher's daughter. Well, that main attorney got to go to college. That could be another thing. Uh, the women don't have to be covered up. Now, I will say that probably some of them are fucking goats as well, just like the Taliban. I'm not going to – I think pretty much everybody in Westboro Baptist fucks goats. But, yeah. Ogre says, start taxing all organized religions, sit back and see what happens. They might start shutting the fuck up. That's a great point. The Taliban forces policy changed by guns and death. Christians do it here by influencing votes via liberty. Yes, as a follower of the Jesus, I can say the difference between is she wouldn't be allowed outside with her face showing, and she wouldn't be able to talk without her husband. Don't know why it's always Christians formed with the right. I know a lot of lefties who are Christian or Catholic. Yeah, it's just that way. My favorite things about the Christians is they'll... Islam is a peaceful face. It, it, it's not a peaceful religion. No. No, you look at the Old Testament. Look, look. A lot of these whack job, right-wing Christian, you know, fucking terrorists, they believe in that fucking, the Old Testament God. That fire and brimstone, Sodom and Gomorrah, plagues, raining locusts, killing firstborn children. And I, and, and, and you know... I got a story later on about a cop in New York that got attacked. Maybe we need that God again. I, I don't know. Maybe we need that God that smites down people. I'd be smoted down very quickly, so I should probably shut up about that. Maybe. Maybe. Just say. For fun. <laughs> All of a sudden, it starts raining frogs in places. Oh, Christian people don't throw people off buildings. I think they would. Uh, all religions are violent, but faith, yeah, in its pure form is okay. And that, and that's why I don't believe in organized religion. I hate organized religion. I really do. I, I've, I've said it on the show. I've read the book a number of times. It's a wonderful book. It's written by man. But I have faith. I believe. I don't need proof. I have faith. If you think I'm stupid for that, hey, I, I, I'm cool with it. I, 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 I like the stories in that book. There's some lessons in that book, and you have to remember... Nobody fucks with the Jesus. I mean, he, had, he, he rolled deep. He had 12 dudes around him. Fucking Judas. I can guarantee you there are Christians out there who, if it was legal, would chuck them fags. Oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, God, yes. Absolutely. In the name of God, too, they would do that, Ogre. And that's why I wanted to point this out, that there are bad people that are Christians. I'm just going to tell you that. I bet you Jared Fogle went to church a few times. 
teach their own. I just can't trust these churches or organized religions. Maybe one day I'll find a real church who won't ask for money. Good luck. Christians, when unrestrained, uh, historically have been violent, vicious fucktards, and it only rules law that has kept from becoming medieval savages again. Even in today's social... Yes, I am a poet. My God is not broke. And I don't want to get into a big religious discussion on the show. I don't care what your spirituality is. I, I, I don't. Because to me, your spirituality is the most personal thing that you have. I don't include anybody in my conversations with my dad or my higher power every night. That's mine. I don't tell anybody about what I talk about. I don't journal it down. I keep it to myself. Kind of pulling an Elvis there. No, I'm not equating myself to Elvis, but I mean, I, I, I pretty. I, I mean, come on, let, let's give it up. I'm pretty close, right? I wouldn't. You, wouldn't you say pretty? I, no, not not pretty close. Okay. Hey, I was trying. <laughs> I was trying there. Where the hell did I have? Where did I put that new sound effect? I got a new one, and, and I like it a lot. Is it up here? No, that ain't it. That ain't it. Nope. Is it in drops? Oh, wait, wait, oh, wait, I had it. I just had it a second ago. There you go. As you all know, I am the most powerful man in media. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Oh, by the way, uh, another song from that album. Hold on a second here. Um, that, that new record that I'm talking about, this one right here. From Time Life Music comes a one-of-a-kind Rat Pack collection, their most bigoted songs. All your favorite once-acceptable hits like Pew, Stinky Frenchman. Paris is lovely and Nice sure is nice And Marseille is charming with champagne on ice But you stinky Frenchmen haven't a clue You stinky Frenchmen, frog you God, that record is good I've eliminated God and religion from my life And it's so much better having a clear head is the best There you go I don't know how McFarlane kept a straight face singing all that shit. Oh, I know. It's fantastic. And the thing is, I had to edit that down. The first part was just only played once. And then they 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 did a, a collage of them. So I had to edit it down, and I, I did that for all of them. So, um, Senator Roger Marshall has uncovered stunning developments in the search for answers in the whole COVID-19 debacle. Senator Marshall revealed that Tuesday, a preponderance of evidence points to not one, but two lab leaks in China as the cause of the global plant, global plant pandemic. Global pandemic. Sometimes my fucking false teeth get in the way. After more than two years of research, it was revealed that the preponderance of evidence points to two lab leaks. Quote, this is big, it's a bombshell, it's a preponderance of evidence, shows that we were, had two lab leaks, we added a scale in front of us, and we put all the evidence on one side and supports a natural spillover, the other lab origin of this. I think 95% of that evidence is on the lab origin. Well, let me just say, great job, Senator, but... Surprise, surprise, surprise. Why are you telling us this now? Oh, man, I can't. 
Covfefe problem. These false teeth are giving you a Covfefe problem. Yes. Why are we hearing about this? I mean, um, I, I, uh, thanks, I guess. Thank, th- th- thank you for that. National Institute of Health has admitted to funding gain-of-function research on bats infected with it in Wuhan. Despite repeated denials from Dr. Anthony Fauci that U.S. dollars, uh, tax dollars were used. Well, if the National Institute of Health admitted to funding gain-of-research, National Institute of Health is funded by, oh, that's right, taxpayers' money. And by the way, who's in charge of the National Institute of Health? I believe that would be Dr. Anthony Fauci. Swoosh, so they'll be arresting Fauci? I... I don't know what's holding them back. You know, we, we had raids on Mar-a-Lago. And then we found some weird documents in, in Joe Biden's house, but there are no raids. We've had a guy lie to Congress at least 25, 30 times, which is perjury. By the way, uh, does anybody know, have they arrested that chick who lied uh, about Judge Kavanaugh yet? Has she been arrested for perjury? Has she been charged? Because she came out and she admitted it was all a lie. It was all made up. Or is Michael Cohen still the last American to be charged with perjury? I'm just wondering. It's a fascinating tale. Fascinating tale. It fucking pisses me off. And and you know why it pisses? I'm, I'm going to tell y'all why it pisses me off. It pisses me off because of the rules that I put in the, for this show. I honestly, I I honestly try to live by a lot of those rules. I really, really do. I try to be consistent. I try to be logical. I try to say fuck your feelings. But for some reason, each and every day, new stories come out and just piss me the fuck off each and every day. Um, all right, let's see. Where okay, there we go. All right. We gotta make a phone call here. Uh, all right. Let's go star six seven. Got called a vape shop. Crazy Vapor, how can I help you today? Yeah, hi. I was looking to, to speak to one of the owners. Uh, he's actually not here right now. Uh, the easiest way to be able to reach him would actually be to send a text message to this phone number. Oh, okay. Uh, are, are you a manager or are you just a regular employee? Just a regular employee. All right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, that kid lied to me. All right. We'll, we'll send a text. That, I ain't going to send a text that number because your fucking sorry ass will get it. Dipshit. I'll try to call him back. I'll, I'll try to call him back. I promise. Uh, we got listener mail coming up next. By the way, by the way, uh, today's jokes. How do you lose 10 pounds of ugly fat? Cut off your head. And how did they improve transportation in the hood? 
they moved the trees closer together. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me?
to hide its face and cry. Did you ever see a robin weep when leaves begin to die? That means he's lost his will to live. I'm so lonesome. The silence of the falling star lights up a purple sky. And as I wonder where you are, I'm so lonesome. I'm so lonesome I could cry Maybe I didn't love you Quite as often as I could have And maybe I didn't treat you Quite as good as I should have If I made you feel second best You did, you did Girl, I'm sorry I was blind You were always on my mind You were always on my mind And maybe I didn't hold you All those lonely, lonely times And I guess I never told So happy that you're mine Little things I should have said and done I just never took the time When you were always on my
girl's got more ass on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. All right, welcome back to the big show here on a wonderful, beautiful, actually it's cloudy and shitty. Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! Adam J. Buenos Dias, amigo! Hope you're doing well this morning. You have joined us just in time for Listener Mail. Listener Mail, which is brought to us each and every week by our fine friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, boy. The rest. Let, 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 let me tell you about the rest. Do you know what the rest like to do? The rest like to come to your house, give you a quote-unquote estimate, but what they're actually doing is they're infecting you with the ever-so-horrible gingivitis. Then they take you to that one dentist who doesn't ever agree that Trident is good for your teeth, and they pull your teeth, and then they sell the teeth for profit just to finance their new endeavor, which is strip clubs for handicapped dancers only. It's disgusting. All to please the shit-a-stan princess. You know who doesn't want to do that? Do, do, do you know? Do you know? My friend Jesse over at JS4s. He doesn't have time, not only to cater to shit-a-stan princes, but I don't think he has time to build a strip club for, 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 for handicapped strippers. That's disgusting. My God. Give him a call. If you want good floors put in, you give my friend Jesse a call at 775-267-4123. It's that simple, people. It is really that simple. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Yeah, this first letter, I got to say, this first letter is one of the funniest letters I've ever gotten asking for my help. But as a rule, if I get a letter that asks for my help, I will help them. And, of course, we will sing. Y'all ready? Here we go. Three, two, one. I am somebody that you don't know, but you're asking me things that I know, and I'm like, damn. It's 8 a.m., me on the street, it's aight. Ask me online, it's out of sight. And I'm like, hey, you're okay. Because I don't want no coffee, I don't need no tea. Just give me Dr. Pepper, that's all that I need right now. Because sticks and stones are what breaks bones and I You need to ask Arnie. And do it now, or he just fucked a cow. Oh, my God. That's so yuck. There you go. That, 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 that's hit number one right there. Now, hit number two. By the way, both of these with dip in. Uh, all right, number two is the the big one, the, the 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 one that people come from miles around to hear. This is my closing song if I were to go on stage, but I, I have one in mind that I'm thinking about writing today. We'll see. 
band, you guys ready again? Taking a little breather? Okay, no big deal. Ready? <coughs> oh, yeah. You got some problems. I can help you. Don't you worry, I'm a trained professional. We've all been there time after time. Now you gotta ask, so I can help you out. Ask me now, ask me now, before I fuck a cow. You know I'll do it and brag about it. Fucking a cow, fucking a cow. All the ratings are in the gutter. You sure miss me, that is fucking obvious. Fat and fatter is what y'all become. Don't you really miss me? When bonus checks come out Ask me now Ask me now That's right I fucked a cow I told you I'd do it And then I did it Fucking a cow Fucking a cow you hear my voice in the morning hours and miss me The radio reminds me that I'm in the right place Driving down the road you hear me say all the bad words like fucking shit Cock and cunt Ask me now Ask me now I'm going to fuck another cow I didn't get enough Now I will By fucking a cow By fucking a cow Ask me now Ask me now Please save This poor cow I'm not stopping Till I'm popping, fucking a cow, fucking a cow, fucking a cow. Please save this cow. Do it now. Oh, I'm horny now. Boom goes the dynamite. I'm still waiting on Britney Smears. Oh, Arnie, are you, 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 really? You, you, you want Britney? Hold on a second here. Because I, I, I can do Britney, bitch. Uh, let's see. Let me find her here. With a mouthful of spit. Uh, where did she go? There she is. Okay. Hold on. Now I got to find. Oh, shit. This is the hard part. Now I got to find it in here. Mm-hmm. Got to find my lyrics. There we go. <coughs> Oh, Arnie, Arnie. Oh, Arnie, Arnie. Oh, Arnie, I need 
from you, you say. They're gonna have to tell me. Marriage finance, I know just what to say. But you still gotta write me, and you should do it right now. Just ask Arnie before he fucks a cow. Yes, he will. My heaviness is killing me, and I, I must confess, I still love cheese. Do the cheese when you don't write me, I fuck a cow. So write me now, or I'll go and fuck that cow. Oh, Arnie, Arnie. There you go. There you go. Little, little, little encore. Little encore for y'all today. Due to the fact that this could be one of the dumbest letters ever written to me. But it's okay. Get ready to laugh, ogre especially. Um, <laughs> this is, uh, I already did all that. Okay. Um, this is from Michael. It says, Dear Arnie, I know that you don't like the gym. No, I do not. And you don't ever go, but I need some help about <laughs> losing weight. You're asking me. You're asking me about get on Ozempic. There you go. There's my best advice. I, I, I got the rest of the letter. Hold on. Asking me about losing weight. I'm looking to lose about 50 pounds and was wondering because I know in the past, a long, long, long time ago. That mm, used to work out and you've lost weight before. Any advice for a fellow fat ass? Well, let me help you out here real quick. Yes, there was a, a time a long, long time ago that I did go to the gym and I worked out and tried to eat right, still drink Dr. Pepper. Um, my, white, my, my weight has been a, a consternation my whole life. Now I just do the Ozempic. I've lost like 50 pounds on it, whatever. Great, I'll keep doing that. Um. Uh, you want me to do anything for love? That's a long one. That's a tough one. Let's see. Um, the the best advice I can give you is burn more calories than you take in. That 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 that's the 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 greatest advice ever. Try fucking a cow. Work good for Arnie. <laughs> um, if, if and I'm not talking about starving yourself or doing anything like that. Just burn more calories. Be more active. Walk. Before you go to a gym, you know, first of all, cut that head off. There you go. <laughs> that, that is the joke today. Um, there's all sides. Look, look. It's really intermittent fasting. I hear people using that, and they, they love that. They swear by that. Two key words, diet and exercise, pretty much. Look, you burn more calories than you take in. If you if you live on a 2,000-calorie-a-day diet and you can burn 5,000 calories, guess what? You're going to be losing weight. No soda, no fast food. Well, if you burn it off, you can still lose it. I, I've seen it happen. So, let, let, look, everybody has a different plan for losing weight. Um, the one tried-and-true one is burn more calories than you intake. That, that's the one tried-and-true way. 
That's the that's the best advice I've got for you, Michael. If you want to join a gym, that's great. You can burn a lot of calories in gyms. Brady Kid says eat pork. Not everybody has your gut problems. But yeah, I mean you can eat a lot of undercooked meat. That'll do it to you. No, don't do that. Uh, but just burn more calories and uh, burn more calories than you take in. That's the best way. Cardio before and after working out, like I said. Don't forget about methamphetamines. Those work, too. Yeah, methamphetamines is fantastic, and so is crack. You don't see a lot of fat crack addicts. Only two words will help, tapeworms. Well, yeah, well, so there you go. Buy a trip to India. You'll get it. Um, save the cow, eat a beaver. Okay, there you go. So there you go, My, Michael. There's a bunch of different ways to do it, and and I, 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 I just find it comical. You ask me, me of all people. Um. All right, next mail. Here. <laughs> I hope I helped you. I mean, sugar is poison. No, sugar is life, my friend. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you? Now, this is from Arised, um, and I sent her the story about Judy Bloom yesterday, and this was her response to me, and I asked if I could use this in Listener Mail, and she said, absolutely. She says, Arnie, my, sentiment heart, uh, my sentimental heart aches for this. The story we did earlier is how Judy Bloom, the, the author who helped girls into womanhood, if you will, and was ridiculed for it, but she stood her ground, and a lot of young females read her books and, and grew up. She threw J.K. Rowling's under the bus because, well, she thinks that transgender people need to be protected for some odd reason. And J.K. Rowling's doesn't want to eviscerate them off the face of the earth. They, she just wants to, she's, this is the weird thing about the whole J.K. Rowling's thing. The way it started was, she gave what her definition of a woman was, and then she was immediately canceled for that. She didn't say round them up and put them in gas chambers. She didn't say off to India to find that, that couple that we talked about yesterday's uh, matching set of guillotines that they used in their own home. But I'll continue. I started reading as a young girl, and Judy Bloom books were some of my most defining pieces of literature at an age where no one else was teaching me about girlhood. For her to walk this back, to say the girls she wrote about in her books are just like trans women, the girls who feared getting our periods, that we have say the same shared reality is just insanity. I guarantee someone made her walk it back because of her upcoming movie. And the woke people were not the crowd who was going to see, are, are you there, God? It's, uh, it's me, Margaret. And you're right about that. She did. She, she completely walked it back. I didn't know she had a movie coming out, but that makes most sense, is that she would do this. I think it's going to bite her. And, and I, uh, no, let me, just, let me rephrase that. I hope this bites her in the ass. Because I'm going to tell you something. And I know this is going to be, is everybody gathered around? We all gather around the campfire right now? Let's say that these parents out there today, which are abysmal, that, that same parent who says, we need to listen to our kids when they tell us what they are. Kids a fire truck, okay. Um, 
a little boy who's like seven or eight, and you decide to start letting him transition into a girl at the age of when, when do girls? I, I know girls get their periods at all time, and I remember as a kid. It, and look, I hate talking about periods. Periods just gross me the fuck out. I remember there was a girl on our school bus who got hers and went through her jeans and everything, wasn't prepared for it, was very embarrassed to buy it. That can never happen to a boy who's transitioning. That embarrassment can never happen to a boy. Boys can get hard-ons before they get to the chalkboard and things like that because it's happened to us all out of nowhere. Every male who's listening right now knows that feeling that when you were in elementary school and junior high... Out of nowhere, you got a raging boner. And you didn't want to stand up. You didn't want to go to the front of the class with that thing poking out. By the way, young ladies who transition into boys, that can't happen to you either. I'm sorry. Nine is the new average age. Okay. So a nine-year-old boy who's transitioned, he, he He'll never have a period. Not just at age 9 or 10 or 11 or 12. He will never have a period. The end. Oh, yes, tuck it in the waistband. Yeah, see? But uh, it's sad to see how people are turning with this and all kinds of bullshit. All right, next one here. Let's do it, shall we? Get that sandwich out we of got your a lot of mail hole today. and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? This is from Battleborn in Nebraska. He says, Dr. States, seems to me the narrative has even changed all throughout history. I just learned that a black man was the first legal slave owner on U.S. soil. I had to look it up as I didn't believe it since it was on social media. I'm 55 years old, and I don't remember learning uh, this in any of my history classes. His name, Anthony Johnson. I demand the BLM movement start replacing all the statues and monuments be replaced immediately. It is said is true. What say the ass family? Love to all my ass family, sisters and brothers, and AIG. Just my two zinc cents. Battleborn in Nebraska. Yes, yes, there were black slave owners in America. Uh, I did not realize that Anthony Johnson was the first. I, I, I know I've heard the story of him, and no, I didn't hear that in class. Um, it, it just. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom man. Morning, Alicia. Right meow says a raging boner. You can't talk that thing down either. No. No, I I, I don't want to go up to the board, Miss Hip. No, I'm sorry, I can't go up there. Um, yes, there were a lot of black slave owners. Well, not a lot, but there were black slave owners. I believe and I believe the story of Anthony Johnson is is that he was given his freedom. He was a slave. He was given his freedom, and he worked land and somehow developed it and started a, 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 a business and got pretty wealthy, so he bought slaves. 
Uh, you mean to tell me that black folks are hypocrites even throughout history? Well, I'll be. Well, let's tell the truth. The truth of the matter is something happened um, over the spring, over the, since, since January, that a lot of people didn't want to open their eyes to. And Viola Davis, who, who is outspoken to say the least now, and, and I used to like her as an actress, and now that she's become so outspoken, I, I've had my fair share of her. Uh, I believe she made a, a movie called Warrior Queen uh, ab- about a queen who was in Africa who said to be was fighting against the slavers coming there. And I remember when I learned the truth about that, it was from a video of two black scholars talking about how that movie is complete horseshit. That her tribe that she was representing was actually selling slaves to the slavers along with other kings in Africa at the time. It wasn't like those Dutch ships showed up and those were where the ships were from. They were Dutch when those D- Dutch ships showed up, they didn't have gigantic nets. They didn't have them guns where it shoots and the net catches you. They didn't have those. These slaves were willingly sold to them by the black leaders in Africa. Nobody wants to talk about it. There are black slave owners. I researched a slave owner, and there is an anecdote that a white neighbor visited, looked at the slaves, and said, look around here, no slaves make Tarzan movie. <laughs> look around here. There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. Are we going to get a call back to the vape store with Jesus? We might. We, we, I have another call to make this morning, though. I'll, I'll do it after this segment. Um... Yes, that is true. Uh, Battleborn. Uh, I, I, I don't know what more to say about it. That, that I saw a story this morning and it wasn't, you know, didn't grab me enough for the show. Elon Musk is developing his own AI chat thing. He's calling it AI chat truth or something because he's saying that, and, and these are his words, not mine. He's saying that liberals are trying to. Um, infiltrate the AI with fake history, with bullshit, that where the computer thinks it's true, because somebody has to feed all this shit into computers. Um, They're never going to teach you what real history is. Because real history, there's a lot of bad shit that happens. In real, and, and everybody does it. Everybody does it. You don't want to know about how the Irish were enslaved. You don't want to know about that. And I'm not talking about just in, un, uh, indentured servants. Full-on slavery. The Slovaks. Where do you think they got the name slaves from? Slovaks were the original slave. How about the Jews? I mean, it, it is amazing to see that that no matter pretty much whatever color you are or were, you, you, a portion of your people were held as slaves. It's all wrong. Slavery was wrong. All forms. 
I haven't heard much. I've been I've been scouring to see if there's been any update on the uh, reparations talk in San Francisco. Uh, one person came out and said they don't know how they're going to fund it. Somebody came out last week, like and it was another one of those like Elon Musk stories, not not grabbing enough. Um, and and we're not all going to be shocked by this, but somebody who's on that board of reparation said they don't care how they get the money; they just want their money. A lot of people are saying this is going to be an $800 billion deal. You might want to throw another zero on there. It, 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 it's all ludicrous, and it's all stupid. That, that's all I want to say about that. So there you go. Edge, listen up. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? The mayor of San Francisco opposed the reparation. She's black. That's crazy. Arnie, I just wanted to say an official ass family thank you to Christopher. Hey, look at that. Somebody's saying something to Christopher. I hope he's listening right now. Hold on. Says, I wanted to say an official ass family thank you to Christopher. I really do enjoy his reviews every week. And have come to use it to see if I really want to see the movie or not. So, Christopher, great job and keep it up, brother. That's from Dawn. There you go. All right. Fantastic. That's good. I like that. I like that. See? Once again, we're helping people. It's all good. Ogre says, saying you don't care, you just want the money, sounds like a mafia thing. Business bad? Fuck you, pay me. Oh, you had a fire? Fuck you, pay me. Place got hit by lightning, huh? Fuck you, pay me. There you go. That's that's all it is. Um, I don't know what is what, what's coming out this week. I know that next week I will be going to the movies. Tommy and I are going to see Sisu. Comes out a week from, uh, hopefully, Thursday. I'm not going to see this that Covenant movie, Guy Ritchie's Covenant with fucking Jake, Jake Jackoff. All right, let's see. Theaters, let's see. Uh, what comes out Friday? Well, we got Bo is Afraid. Not going to see that. That looks weird. Uh, Evil Dead Rise, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, Nefarious. Yeah, none of those. I don't need to see any of those this weekend. So, Christopher, uh, enjoy. Uh, but, yes, Christopher is our movie guy, and you can see his reviews on all of our social media platforms. Next one here. Let's go. Let's keep this train, this mail train, a-rolling, shall we? Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Edge, Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? This is from Gary. Arnie. It was so good to hear Joe back on the show this morning, yesterday. We had an impromptu Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. And I have to say that even though he is a real goofball sometimes, I find myself, like last Thursday, actually saying, hey, it's Joe Murphy Day on the show. (laughs) That's how I kind of wake up. I'm like, Wednesday, Wednesday, okay, mail. Thursday, oh, it's Joe Murphy Day. Uh, I was so bummed last week, but I'm so happy he will be here again on Thursday. Joe and I have got a lot to talk about again. Uh, Joe's got some interesting stuff that he wants to bring to the table. And when when Joe brings shit to the table, I just let it sit there and just go. 
I want to see Evil Dead rise so bad. Okay, good, good, good. Um, yeah, I, I love having Joe on the show. Joe Joe brings such wonderful insight and that that perspective from an international sex worker's place. It means the world to me. I love Joe. Joe is fantastic. Um, even though he's a Cornhusker fan, I, I'll, I'll let that one go. I'll let the the Cornhusker thing go. Um, all right, next one here. Let's do it, shall we? Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Not ECV Gary, right? No, God, no. No, 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 no. ECV Gary's bad. Very, very bad. Bad, 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 bad. Uh, this is from V. Coop. It says, Dr. States, since portraying a black person, if you are not one, is a form of blackface. Is Vice President and professional male cow milker Kamala Harris committing political blackface since she is not black but pretends to be? Um, she is Indian heritage and Jamaican, man. Yeah, man, she's Jamaican. I guess that's where she, she has her blackness from is her Jamaican roots, man. I find it all to be funny. Um, I, I, I find when, when people are of mixed race, it's funny to see which one they claim to me. Like the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. Why can't I think of his name now? But everybody says, well, he's a black quarterback. Well, he's half white. Isn't he? Why can't we call him a white quarterback? How come Colin Kaepernick isn't half white? Hmm? See, why is everybody so hung up on everything? Kamala Harris is Jamaican and Indian, yet she has talked about um, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. That's it. Thank you. Patrick Mahomes, half white. His mama's side don't count? Well, that, that doesn't seem right. That seems racist. And, and by the way, claim whatever you want. I, I don't give a fuck. I'm just saying it, it, it's very strange that, that, that she was deemed not only the first woman to be vice president, but also the first of Indian. And we're talking dots, not feathers. Oh, oh, by the way, we got an update on something. I got to update you here in a second about Indians, you know, dots, not feathers. Um, we all know why they do it. We all know why it's done. We, we, it, it, it's done for the politically correct reasons that are ruining our country. I, I don't care what color you are. If you can win me a Super Bowl, that's all I care about. Do your fucking job. That's it. Dak Prescott, half white. His mom. White. No one says tiger is Thai, only black. Yeah. I mean, remember when he called himself call Caucasian or call black Asian or he made some stupid name up because he's like four different groups. Who cares? I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't give a fuck what color you are. If you're good, then you're good. The end. It doesn't matter what color you are. You want to be all true to your heritage? Well, you're only being true to half your heritage. I 
Kamala Harris is just doing what everybody else does, and she's allowed to do it on such a bigger scale. Well, because she's female, I'll say it. Um, I heard ECB Gary is kid-friendly. Stop that. That is terrible. My God, that is terrible. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Funny. Uh, but terrible still nonetheless. All right, next one here. Let's go. Um, Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, I've wanted to say this for a couple weeks, but as a woman slash sis slash, as you say, real woman, I want to say how much I appreciate you fighting this fight along with the ones of us that are fighting. As a woman, I don't think I could have had a conversation with one of these women who say that trans women are the same as women slash cis slash, as you say, real women. I'm with you and don't understand our world or our country or even women in general anymore. Thank God I have you to fight with me because I wouldn't want to be against you. That's from Rebecca. Now, before I, uh, Arnie, I can give you the Indian side of the answer because the Indian culture, you, you go on uh, my father's side. So when people ask uh, what village you're from, uh, your father's side. Okay. Okay, that's interesting. That's very interesting. And that's a whole cultural thing in India. Thank you very much, Stackar. Now, oh, before I get into this one from Rebecca. Remember that story I was telling y'all about here in Dallas, about that kid? Yeah, you know, that, that one messed up kid? He has all three major kinds of retardation. Yeah, that one, uh, who hadn't been seen since the fall. And his mama and her, his, her new, new husband, he, he's an Indian fella, dot, not feathers. 7-Eleven, not casinos. Yeah, 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 not woo-woo-woo. Remember they hightailed it over to India? And nobody's seen the boy, and they've been digging up the ground and stuff. Well, uh, them them dogs they got them cadaver dogs. They found something. They found a sw- uh, they they found a sniff or something. And they looked down in this ground that had just recently had cement poured on top of it. Very interesting. Well, the update is this. Uh, Christopher, if you're here or anybody knows uh, Catholicism, um, they 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 found a. Uh, they found, like, a, a big religious shrine in the house. And they they worship the god of death. The one that say, the cartels use. We've seen it all in Breaking Bad and stuff like that. Yeah, so the, the word is that maybe Mama was a tad bit of a devil worshiper. And now they've gone back to India. Bo was afraid. The story of the 1984 Auburn Tigers versus the University of Texas and Jerry Gray. Oh, you still sucks. Hotel, not a teepee. There you go. I like that. Hotel, not a teepee. But they ain't still got mama coming back yet. Ain't nobody found her yet. Uh, Let's see. So, um, Rebecca, I appreciate what you're saying. But this just, I'm not doing it to gain favor of the women or gain favor, trying to get more female listeners because female listeners pay the bills. It's the truth. I do it because it's logical. I'm fighting this because it makes sense to me to fight this. When when the Secretary of Education is asked in front of a, con- a congressman or woman to define what a woman is, and they beat around the bush. Why? 
because they're terrified of answering the question because if they get it wrong, they will be done. It's a very simple answer. I've already defined it today. We'll start with the XX, and we'll just end it there. But I appreciate what you're saying, Rebecca. And you need to fight you women out there. This is the most important thing. Women, this is your fight. Your men can stand behind you all day on this, and I will be there gladly standing behind you, but this is your fight. And you're either going to fight and win, or you're going to sit back and let somebody else fight, and they aren't going to get the job done, and you're going to lose what the identity of women is. Everything that women fought hard for. Every single thing that that women have done to make our country a better place. I'm not kidding. It's going to go away. That's as dumb as letting women vote. Yeah. Now, if you want to be continued to be treated like second-class citizens... If you want to keep being defined as, well, nothing. If you want your girls to play sports maybe growing up because you enjoyed playing sports growing up, I can't wait to see how it is you explain to them that a boy beat them out on their girls' league. I can't wait. That's what I want to see. See, I want to see when it when it's taken too far. I want to be on that bench one day where the parents sit and a little girl is crying her eyes out because she didn't make the cut on the, the soccer team or whatever. Yet a little boy did. Can't wait. I can't wait to see how that's explained to her. Well, you just have to work harder and try to beat them out next year. Something that can't be done. It can't be done. You're not, you're, you're not going to be better than him. He's always going to be a better athlete than you. The end. If he continues to train the way that you train, he'll be a better. This is not me coming in and saying I could join the WNBA today. I couldn't. But somebody who's played basketball their whole lives, there's a story about a 17-year-old, the, the youngest professional basketball player is out of Texas right now, signed a two-year contract with the G League because he's too young to be drafted. That 17-year-old, let, let him go to the WNBA. He'll be the MVP. He'll score 1,000 points a game. Some of these C words defend trannies. That's a real problem. Yes, that's the fight that I'm talking about. This is the fight that you need to have. You've got to have it. And sadly, this is going to be a civil war. This is going to be a civil war of women. Arnie should be playing Stand By Your Woman when doing this patriotic speech. Arnie, you read a story in Canada where the girls' weightlifting coach entered a tournament and beat the trans world. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the world record bench press uh, was like 280 pounds. I believe that's what it was for females. By 280, shit, I used to rep that. 
I'm not kidding. I, I, I used to be able to rep 280. So a power lifter from Canada, a known power lifter, said, I identify as a female. I want to enter this contest and was allowed to do so in one day. Nor hormone blockers, no nothing. He was allowed. I identify as a woman. Well, come on down. And guess what? He set the world record. I think he should have gone up. I think he should have gone up to as much as he can bench to make that record impossible to ever beat. Um, Arnie, if you were in women's sports, you'd have bigger boobs than half of them. Yeah, and that's why you'd be watching, Fred. Scott says, uh, Arnie, you could join the LPGA and probably make the cut. No. No, I couldn't. Mm-mm. Now, I will say this. Gal golfers are, are pretty good golfers. They ain't going to beat the men from the men's tees. No, of course not. But they're going to kick my ass. Why? This is what they do. They hit 1,000 balls a day. They're still training. Look, I'm not taking away from female athletes at all. I'm not. And I know it sounds like I am, but I'm, I, I promise you I'm not. I could not go out and beat a female LPGA player. I couldn't. Not even in my heyday. Do you know why? Because that player, she, and and I used to play with an LPGA uh, tour player. Because from the age of six, from the age of six, she trained to be a golfer. And I got to watch her play one time against a, a, a buddy of mine. We went out one day, and this guy didn't like to play golf that much anymore, but he'd play every once in a while. His name was John. He was the director of golf and the head golf pro at a a couple courses I played. One of the nicest human beings I've ever met in my life. Just kind man. And he was an All-American golfer. Now, if you don't know how All-American golfers are chosen, let let me me tell you how they're chosen um, at that time. There were only like seven in the whole country. Seven. That, that's all they had. Like the All-American football team, you got all offense, all defense, right? Golfers, you have seven. And he went to a Division One AA school, yet he was an All-American. He hit the ball 70 yards past her every fucking time. He beat her by like seven or eight shots. Seven or eight shots is an ass whooping. And he was a golf pro, not a pro golfer. And there's a huge difference. He whooped her ass. Why? Because he started training at that same age when he was a kid. That's just the way it's going to be. Uh, let's see. Uh, Can dead to right? Is that the one you asked that? No, no, no. You're spent with, sorry, too funny. Arnie, do you think you could beat Natalie Golbus? No, I couldn't beat her. No, she was a good golfer. Aren't it be too smitten around all those women in short skirts? Yeah, maybe not. God, I, I don't regret many things I said on the air. I hated that that was used against me for so long. All right, a couple more. Let's go, shall we? Um, but, yes, it, it, as far as this goes, Rebecca, you're going to have to fight. You're going to have to get other females who agree with you. And there are plenty of women that will not agree with you on this. And it, it boggles my mind. Boggles my mind, but hey, it is what it is. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? 
Uh, this is from our friend Chip. It says, Arnie, I was born from a Mexican family, and we put mayo and ketchup and mustard on hot dogs. I didn't know this was frowned upon. Do I get an out for that very same way you put ketchup on canned tamales? <laughs> have, <laughs> have a great weekend. Well, they, I, I, I appreciate that, uh, Chip. Um, so so you, you come from um, a Hispanic background. Um, do I give you an out because you give me an out on my ketchup on canned tamales? I shouldn't get an out on that. People, look, look, look people think that's gross, and I, I understand my, that was something that, that, that my father started me on, and my father started me on a bunch of weird shit. Peanut butter and bologna, hate it. Cannot stand peanut butter and bologna. My dad loved that shit. It's not right that I put ketchup on tamales. I understand that. I'm not going to change, though. Um, no, no, Chip. I, I can't let you have an out. I, keep doing it, though. You got to get, if that's the way you like your hot dogs, then that's the way you like your hot dogs. It's wrong. If we were to ever, like, hang out and I were to take you to, like, Fratelli's or something like that, and you put mayonnaise on your hot dog, I'm probably going to get up and leave. As someone who knows Mexicans and has eaten Mexican food before, I am qualified to say that canned tamales are nasty and ketchup doesn't go on anything other than French fries. <laughs> you don't need an out. Mustard is the Isis of condiments. <laughs> Ham and mustard. We also put uh, diced tomatoes and onions on hot dogs. Diced tomatoes? Now, I know on a Chicago dog, you got to slice a tomato on there. You got a fucking pickle. Ah, yank that shit off. I don't put mayo on hot dog. It it goes on bread. <laughs> um, oh. I'm mayo, mustard, and relish. Oh, God. How do you put mayonnaise on a hot dog, people? Ugh. No. Mayonnaise doesn't go on hot Look, 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 look. Yeah, y'all can do whatever you want. Yo, man, I, I've got a new, I, I, I've had this hankering for a while, and I, I've started doing it. I, uh, I whatchamacallit, uh, get burgers. And I like, I like my burgers cooked rare, so I've been making really rare hamburgers lately, cheeseburgers. Oh, my God, they've been so good. They're better than every burger I've had out at restaurants. They're so good. I got one left. I'm thinking about I, I I and I usually grill them. I usually put them on the grill. That's the way I make them. I want to I want to make one on a frying pan. I got one left. Might make that on a frying pan. Put some onions in there. Grill it all in together. Maybe try to make a smash burger kind of. We'll see. I don't know. I also love cream tuna on toast. That's uh, that's hot tuna from a can. But do you put mayonnaise in the tuna? I mean, you, you don't just put tuna on toast, do you? Like dry ass tuna on toast. Ugh. 
Do you put mayo on bologna sandwiches? Uh, usually mustard. And on fried bologna sandwich, I don't need a lot of just plain bologna anymore since I'm, look, look, I got to tell you, I cooked this morning, I made myself a little breakfast, had a couple of poached eggs on a piece of toast, and I poached them the old-fashioned way, boiling them. I got to tell you, I'm magnifique. I, I, I should be working at a French restaurant. If you ever eat my egg on toast, you'll be like, that needs to be in a restaurant somewhere. Fried bologna. Fried bologna would be my signature dish. And if you have it the Arnie way, this is the way. This is what you do. So, so you get yourself some bread. Now you want something a little bit more stable than 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 white bread. I use uh, the 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 buttermilk bread or whatever that is. The, the fancy bread. I use that. Not quite as as thick and intense as like sourdough. But it's good because you need a stable uh, base. Okay. Made himself breakfast, not bratty breakfast. Does bratty like eggs? And by the way, by the way, I don't need to make bratty breakfast. You know why? Because our entire pantry is in the back of our fucking truck. Every box of cereal in the back of the truck with some cheese its and other stuff. Uh, my cousin used to put Kraft Square cheese on tuna. Uh, to this day, I still gag. That's just a, a, a tuna melt. Uh, but the fried bologna, so I fry the bologna up. And what I like to do then is I, I put it on the bread, and it's got sandwich spread on there. See, that's the important condiment there, sandwich spread. Kraft sandwich spread. Light. Not, 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 not super thick, not, not super thin, just light. So we go... We go piece of cheese, fried bologna, piece of cheese, fried bologna. Well, well, we, we can do either another piece of cheese or the Arnie way. You fry an egg, put the egg in the middle, another piece of cheese, fried bologna, cheese, bread, and then you grill it like a grilled cheese sandwich. That's the Arnie way. That right there will stop a heart. That is what we call the widow maker. No, you cream it. Make a roux, mix in tuna, make creamy, put it on toast with peas on top. Delicious. Okay. Speaking of sandwiches, does Subway count as fast food or is it a de- a deli? A deli, really? You, you, you want you want to use that one for a deli? Okay, I'll let the, I'll let it slide today. Hello, it's me. Yeah. All right. We heard from you. Um, so no, so I, so that, that's a tough one, man. Is Subway fast food? They ain't got a drive through. I have a hard time calling them fast food. Christopher says Mexican hot dog, hot dog wrapped in bacon, mayo, cheese, tomato, onions, and jalapeno. Mm, okay. That was wrong. What was wrong? My fried bologna sandwich, American hot dog, regular dog, mustard. That's it. There you go. That a boy. That a boy. Yeah, usually my hot dogs just consist of very easy mustard. It may be relish. And, and that's about it. If I have onions, put onions on them. Arnie, you need to open your own restaurant. Oh, I, I would bankrupt Gordon Ramsay. That was wrong. Oh, the song, okay. Oh, I, I mean, I'd, I'd serve my egg on toast. My fried bologna sandwich, my poached eggs, 
still working on my omelet. My, my omelet presentation is bad. I can't seem to, when, when, when I try to flip it over, it all kind of falls apart, but my omelets are delicious. I'm making a quiche while listening right now. Oh, I hated quiche growing up. My dad liked quiche. Fuck, I hated eating that shit. Um, but, uh, Chip, you can put whatever you want on your hot dogs. It's fine. Just as long as you do not refer to your hot dogs as a sandwich because the hot dog is not a fucking sandwich. I won't, I, I'm not even going to get into that debate. The hot dog is not a sandwich. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Mark. Ken Dog says only two acceptable ways to eat a hot dog, mustard and relish, or chili and cheese, nothing else. There you go. Um, Arnie, <clears throat> I used to be a big wrestling fan about 20 years ago, but haven't watched up until about a year and a half ago. I really appreciate you recommending the biography and rivals show. In your opinion, what was the greatest rivalry? Wow. The rest uh, refer to hot dogs as a sandwich. Yes, exactly. The rest would do that. Meat between bread is what then? Sanchez family? I'm, I'm not getting into it. Not getting into it. And it's not bread. It's a bun. Bam. That just happened. Ogre says Flair Rhodes. Boy, oh boy, is this an interesting wrestling conversation. The other night, they had one of the... Uh, <clears throat> no sauerkraut, I love that shit. Oh, God, that's the worst thing ever. My dad would live on sauerkraut and pork rinds. Austin McMahon, greatest rivalry. Boy, that's... See, I was thinking about this the other day. Because last Sunday night, they had an amazing, amazing documentary about the Iron Sheik on. And how important the Iron Sheik was. Do you call a burrito a sandwich? No, I do not. We're going camping again in Keisha's Easy. Austin Rock, Hogan Savage. Um, I was going to ask, before I got this email, after watching the Iron Sheik thing, the greatest heels, the greatest bad guys of all time. We could do a Mount Rushmore of heels. We might actually do the Next time Tommy's on, we, we might do the Mount Rushmore of heels. Because I've got three that come to my mind right now. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to give them out. Iron Sheik is one of them. But, but the, the other two, they're, they're pretty good. But um, greatest rivalries. One-on-one rivalry. For my own edification, for my own well-being, I will always answer the Von Erichs Freebirds was my favorite feud of all time here in Texas. Uh, but I know that you're asking on a bigger, bigger scale. I love the Flair uh, Dusty one. I, I love that. Uh, and on Rivals, they had a great rivalry of, uh, of Hulk Hogan and Rowdy Roddy Piper. I think that was great. A lot of people are saying Austin McMahon. I, I would have to lean towards Austin McMahon as probably the greatest feud of modern era wrestling. I mean, we can go back. Hey, look, look, hey, I'm, I'm going to throw one out there at you, and I dare you to Google this. 
You want to talk about a great feud? Andre the Giant and Abdullah the Butcher. By the way, Abdullah the Butcher's wife is fucking divorcing him and has taken everything from him. Everything was in her name because he only has a second-grade education. And no, he's not actually from the Sudan. He's a black guy from Canada. Uh, But if you want to talk about a a fierce rivalry, you look at Bruiser Brody versus Abdullah the Butcher. That is a rivalry. The Von Erichs Freebirds rivalry. By the way, I got to see both those in person. Yeah, my, 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 my wrestling IQ goes deep. Um, let's see. Uh, Austin Rock, great rivalry. Undertaker Kane, very, very good. Uh, Savage Steamboat, Freebirds Von Erics, Freebirds versus the LOD. WCW versus WWF, Monday Night Wall. Yeah, that was a good one. Hogan Piper, Undertaker Mankind. Moolah, <laughs> Wendy Richter. Austin versus Booker T, the grocery store fight. Is she t- is she talking his forehead scars? Taking his forehead scars too? Bing John Stud and Andre. I used to love Saturday Night Wrestling just to see them tussle. It's a t- that would look look Mark. That's a great question. What is my in my opinion the greatest rivalry in all of wrestling history? In my opinion, is the Freebirds Von Erichs. But that that's just me. If I have to go WWE and WCW, I'd go Austin. I, I if I had to do the 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 Mount Rushmore rivalries, fucking Freebirds Von Erichs number one. Um, Austin Austin McMahon number two. Flair and Dusty would be up there. Scabbing his gayness. Um, let's see. Uh, and you know what? I would put Bruiser Brody and Abdullah the Butcher in there just because I loved it so much. Jerry Lawler versus Lazy Eyes. Hogan versus the Heenan family. Uh, my Mount Rushmore of heels. Uh, Sheik, Ric Flair, McMahon, and Bobby the Brain. Whew, that's good. That's good. I think I, 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 I we'll, we will do that next time Tommy's here for sure. trying to think i mean i gotta tell you uh, now now if we were to go heart foundation dx now if we're going factions factions man oh man i i could literally talk for days on this and i'm not going to because i know a lot of people don't like wrestling i got to get it out of my system tonight's win today's wednesday ted lasso day and i got AEW tonight um I will throw a, a, a three-match thing as one of the greatest tag team feuds ever. Probably the greatest tag team feud ever is the LOD against the Midnight Express. Precious Paul Ellering and the LOD against Jim Cornette and the Midnight Express, really second to none. I love the Horsemen. Arn and Tully were a good tag team. They weren't the greatest tag team. Arn and beautiful Bobby Eaton made a better tag team. But I would also put the Steiner Brothers against the LOD in there. Oh, man. Chris Benoit versus his family. You know he has another son, right? You know Chris Benoit has another son whose middle name is 
Chris, and he's thinking about taking up wrestling, and he said that he will wrestle by the name of Chris Benoit. Wow. That's some balls right there. But if, I, I mean, I mean, there's so many ways to go down. That, I mean, this is the fascinating thing about wrestling. And when you're talking to wrestling fans, is, and, and literally, I could do a six-hour show on wrestling. Probably every other day. Arn and Larry Zabisco work great together. Good call. Um, uh, the Dudley boy, oh, the Dudleys and Christian and Edge. Boy, you want to talk about a great rivalry? <whistles> Can't leave the Dudleys out. Throw the Hardys in there. Man. But greatest factions of all time, it, it, there, there's only one. There's one top faction of all time. It, 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 and, I, and I'm sorry, I, this is not debatable. You guys can say you're DX. You can say whatever faction you want, the, the, the brood or, or what, 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 that was the, the Christian Edge and Gang Grill one. That one was gay. Um, you can talk about the Bullet Club. You can talk about all this. But there is only one faction that ever matters. Everybody take your right hand. Palm facing you. Put your thumb down and hold up the four fingers. Woo! The four horsemen. Greatest, greatest faction in wrestling history, bar none. Woo! The NWO, not bad. NWO is a great faction to talk about. DX, like I said, like I said. And I still have, man, oh man, I still want to get tickets to like SummerSlam and give them away because I've got a great contest and I'm not going to tell you what it is because it's too good. You said woo so many times I thought it was a Hong Kong phone book. All right, last break coming up next. 775-357-FANS. You want to write me? ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
ever. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? All right, all right, we're, we're doing this uh, real quick. Turn this off. Sent me the email saying, uh, Arnie, Pastor Locke is doing a revival at his church. This was his message last night. Fast forward to 2022, or 22 minutes, 40 seconds. He says something. We will not bow down. Okay, I thought this would be great for your sound file. Um, not the right time to just say, uh, so, uh, so I've got the video. Let's see. Wait, 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 oh, no sound? Okay. Well, they're, they're rocking out for Jesus. Okay. My ministry, my marriage, my quiet time, my personal time with the Lord. And so I, I want to speak on something tonight that I think is overdue in the body of Christ, overlooked in the body of Christ. Wicked arrogance and the demonic attack that's around us, but to be able to handle it maybe with a little bit of a softer blow, you can still hit hard. And they said, but I'm upset because he took 25 minutes of his sermon this morning to preach against Pastor Locke. And I was like, what? All right, well, uh, she says she'll find it. Hopefully you'll find it before the end of the show, um, and you can send it to me, and that way I I I will keep it. Uh, I, I will put that one in there for what he said. I'm not going to say what he said because I'm going to play that tomorrow. By the way, I was thinking about something. I got to come truthful. Got to come correct to y'all. Now, I know I give y'all a hard time about what you put on your hot dogs. But in the immortal words of Jimmy Swaggart, ask family, I have sinned. I haven't really sinned. Um, I have been eating this food this way since, I don't know, I was like six or seven. Um, my stepmom was from German heritage. Now, she didn't like German food, though. She loved Italian food. She loved trying to cook Italian food. Problem is that she was German. And the way she used to make spaghetti was she'd make she she'd get the ragu. Look, look, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna make homemade shit. She'd get ragu or whatever, prego, whatever. She was a gino, German in name only, yeah. And she would heat the, the, the she she would brown the ground beef first, right? And then she'd put the tomato sauce in there. And she'd boil up her 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 spaghetti. And then she would combine them. You know, like 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 when you get, when you go to an Italian place, fancy place, you get spaghetti. You get the you get spaghetti, and then you get the sauce on top, and then you mix it all together. Germans don't make pasta; we conquer it. Well, my mom started doing something for me when I was a little kid, and I continue to do it to this day, and it freaks Brad kid out a little bit. She made spaghetti the other day, and her her spaghetti is fantastic. It, Brad Kid, fantastic cook. Her enchiladas, second to none. Um, but I like to do something with my 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 spaghetti. <laughs> Y'all are gonna be so mad at me. 
I put at least two, sometimes three, depending on how hungry I am. I will take out two slices of Kraft yellow American cheese. And I will put them in a bowl. Because I like to eat shit out of bowls. Bowls is far more convenient to eat out of. I put it in a big old bowl. I put the cheese at the bottom of it. Then I put the pasta on top. And then I take the sauce, put that on there. And then I mix it all together to where it's an ooey, gooey, cheesy experience. And that is how I eat my spaghetti. Before you knock it, try that. Ground beef and spaghetti? No, wrong, all wrong, buzzer. What, what, what's wrong? What, what do you think meatballs are made out of? Hello, Kraft or hot dogs don't belong. Well, I don't put any hot dogs in there. No, 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 no. No, the hot dogs go in the mac and cheese. Christopher, it's called bolognese sauce. Uh, Derek says, I think it sounds, oh, it, it's better than delicious. It will change your world, my friend. When you put that craft magic in there, and I and I'm 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 a I'm a loyal customer of craft. Then you put some some of that craft parmesan on top, that fancy that that fresh, <laughs> you know that fresh parmesan that's been sitting up, balling up, fucking big old rocks that that Hunter Biden would try to smoke in your fridge. You pour that on top of that, whoo, daddy. That right, you get some garlic bread. Oh. Uh, my mom's pasta sauce takes two days to make, and it uh, has ground beef. My Nona put beef in hers, too. Are you finally going to admit you love dill relish? No, dill relish is the devil. No Parmesan, no mozzarella. What's wrong? Oh, I put Parmesan on top of it there, Scott. But craft, the, the craft goes in there because I'm an American. <laughs> I'm ghetto as hell. I already know it. My spaghetti, four pieces of craft cheese, mushroom sauce, meat, and mush it all together to stick. I got your back, Arnie. I'm the same way. Nothing better. Oh, I do a very small splash of ketchup. Small. It's bomb. Oh, I can't do ketchup on it. But, but hey, that's good. See, everybody's got their own taste. Everybody got their own taste. So, look, look. Chip, earlier he started this whole thing by putting mayonnaise on his hot dog, which I think is a sin, and it's Canadian. But I'll let it slide. I will let it slide. <laughs> Still waiting to find that time. Did, wait a second. Where, where did I put that email? I didn't delete it, did I? I didn't delete the email, did I? Good Lord, Arnie, what are you doing? Put it back in the inbox. Um, all right, let's see. Let's get going here. Let's get a crack of lacking. Um, note to everybody. Um, you know how I went on a rant last week about the internet <clears throat> and how bad the internet is for kids and how I don't think kids should have smartphones? It's funny how the world works, isn't it? One day you're just talking on a podcast. And giving your two cents. And then the world rewards you. Um, I get fancy on the grill. Fuck spaghetti. No to ground beef and spaghetti. Use Italian sausage. Preferably spicy Italian sausage. You can use that too. A 13-year-old in Ohio is dead. 
Now, this is not a good story by any means, but it's a warning. Jacob Stevens of Greenfield, Ohio, decided to partake in in one of these stupid fucking challenges that's on TikTok. Challenges with his friends earlier and landed in the hospital where he ultimately became brain dead before parents took him off life support. His parents said, uh, or grandmother says, we tried to, to tell him to stay off TikTok. We didn't want him on TikTok. There's things on there that are good, but there's also things that are bad. Well, let me just tell you something real fast, fucking granny. When you say there are good things on TikTok, not for a 13-year-old. We had this discussion last week. By the way, the challenge, this kid took 14 Benadryl tablets. The challenge is how many Benadryl Benadryl, Benadryl tablets can you take? He's 13. When our parents, and I know this is the last break, and I try to lighten things up in the last break, but this is an important story. This is a very, very important story. If you're a parent out there who's listening in a cubicle and not paying for this, thief. If you want your kid to be safe and and fine and all that kind of stuff, this is what's hard about being a parent. This is why I never became a parent. Becoming a, being a parent is too fucking hard. I don't care if your kid thinks you're an asshole because you won't let them have a smartphone when they're 12 or 13 years old. They don't need one. They don't need to be exposed to the entire internet. You should be watching that. And I know, I know it's hard to do. I know. I, I, I get it, and this is why your job is so hard, and this is why I didn't do it. Because it's too hard. You parents that keep the girls off the pole and the boys off the crack pipe and end up sending your kids to college and they become successful human beings in life, you should feel such a sense of accomplishment especially in today's world where everybody has to be the cool mom or the cool dad. It's not about that. You're raising adults. Kids don't need cell phones with the Internet on it. Kids don't need the Internet. I, I, I hate the fact that we, we have come to this lie in the world. And, and look, look, look. I love the Internet because this is where I make a living is on the Internet. But I'm going to tell you, this show is no place for an 11-year-old. I put my son's iPad on parental control mode and removed the YouTube app, restricted Google, etc. But I know he's probably still able to find shit when we're not looking. Hopefully discovering his wee-wee in the shower is the worst thing he's doing. I hope. And that's the whole thing. And you can do so much, and the kids are still going to find it. They're going to go to their friend's house. They're going to get on the Internet. They're going to see shit that their friend's parents aren't doing. But you know what? That's their friend's parents. 
That ain't your kid. And there's plenty of ways. Look, tell them not to go to that kid's house anymore. They can't play with that kid. We were told that. But there was, there was a group of kids in my neighborhood I wasn't allowed to play with. The Taylors. I wasn't allowed to go down to the Taylors' house. Brian, Stephen, and Michael Taylor lived at the, the, the end of the block. And they delivered newspapers to the whole neighborhood. And nobody liked them. Why? Because they smoked pot. And Stephen was a little weirdo. You want to talk about one of my greatest rivalries of all time? It was with Stephen Taylor. He and I got into some knockdown, drag-out fights. I won a majority of those fights, but I did lose some of those fights. But I was not allowed to play with him. Why? Because my parents told me so. Go back to something that, that Wiener Dad said earlier. The old phrase that used to work, because I said so. If you would have known Longhorn Wiener Dad's father, if Uncle Jack said, because I said so, you did it. If Aunt Celeste said, because I said so, you did it. Two former Marines. Fuck that. I ain't fucking around with that because I'll find out, and I'm going to get my backside tanned. See, this is kind of what I wanted to talk about, and this leads great into my next story. And and y'all are going to think I might be crazy about this, but hey, I'm trying to save people. I'm trying to save good people, and and, and, oh, man. This next story, when I saw this, brought up our PTSD conversation that, that Kathy Griffin says she has PTSD. This is a horrific video, and I'll, I'll share it with you. Um, it's out of, uh, hold on a second, let me get everything set up uh, there. It's out of New York City. New York City! Completely not appropriate. Um, an unhinged brute, as this is written, with a long rap sheet who was caught on video said God told him to do this. Jose Garcia was allegedly uh, filmed walking up behind a uh, uh, uniformed female police officer. Female. He walks up to her. I'm watching this video right now. Here we go. I'm going to walk up to this female cop, and out of nowhere, I've got a bottle. Whack! And now I'm going to assault police. He suddenly lashes out as he walks by, hitting her in the back of the head and continuing to go after the officer and the partner. Shocking video uh, posted to the NYC Scoop Twitter feed goes to show the officer and another person taking him down. We've gotten to a point where the criminals don't fear the police anymore. We're getting to a point where kids don't fear their parents anymore. I say, let's flip the script, shall we? Now, I don't want police going out there and assaulting people at random. But if it calls for it, like, like, like this guy right here, the, 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 this fella here, this fella that we're talking uh, about right here, a great example. Uh, let's see. Do, do I have that sound effect here? Um, let's see. Uh, no, I don't have it there. Is it under this one? Is it under that? Is it under that? Oh, there we go. See, this is what I think should be allowed. If you assault a police officer, they should be able to look at you and go, I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry.
Uh, looks like someone's not only racist, but wants to end up in a New Jersey landfill. Best part of being a parent is saying no and watching them melt down. And, and, and I'm just, I don't understand this sentiment where police are the bad guys always. Yet we have this guy who assaults a police officer. He'll probably be released from jail immediately under the DA there because you have to go after the hardened criminals like Donald Trump. Not a guy who's got a rap sheet 10 miles long. Who assaults police officers. Why? Because he knows police officers aren't going to do anything anymore. Or there aren't enough police officers to do anything anymore. When are we going to wake up as a society? I'm waiting. If anybody wants to tell me, I'm ready. I'm ready for the alarm to go off. I'm ready for people to wake up and go, we need to take our country back. Listen, that's a bunch of hooey. Mm -mm. That soft and cuddly feeling we're gonna hug a thug y'all need to wake up bingo braddy i actually make a no song to my son when he keeps asking and trying variations of his request we were told no and 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 this is why i i know the ass family and i know the kinds of parents they are and they're good parents and they're raising good kids and I just, I shudder to think at the world that they live in. That, I, like I said, it, it, it drives me crazy. It drives me absolutely nuts. And we have these TikTok challenges. And, and look, I'm on TikTok. I, don't, I, I, look, I, I do it to promote the show and tell dirty jokes. I told a horrific joke today. I mean, that joke about, you know, the transportation in the hood, how'd they, how'd they improve it? They move the trees closer together. Fuck my kids, they're assholes. <laughs> I just, ah, gosh. What happened? What, I, I just, I, I don't know what happened. when. I remember growing up, if, if y'all ain't as old as me. Some of y'all might be. Some of y'all might be close. There was an old show on Saturday mornings. And my dad used to laugh at it. My dad would always say the same thing when the host would announce the name of the show. And this came on after all the, the, the wonderful cartoons that we used to have on Saturday morning. You know, you had the, you had the, the Hall of Justice. You had Scooby-Doo. Maybe you liked Plastic Man. I don't know. The Laugh Olympics, which were fantastic. Then you got to throw in a little bit of Bugs Bunny in there, maybe a Jetsons, may, maybe a Flintstones. Had all that great stuff on Saturday morning. And then at about 10 or 10.30 or 11, they had a show come on. And the show was entitled Kids Are People Too. And my father would go, no, they aren't. Every time, it, 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 and I, he didn't get to see that show with me a lot because I was over at Grandma's house a lot. Every once in a while, he'd be around on a Saturday morning, and he'd see that, and he'd be like, no, they aren't, because they aren't. Kids aren't people. Kids are, are, are giant piles of clay that we have to mold into people. And now we're giving them the right to change their plumbing? 11 a.m. ABC's Wide World of Sports, amazing show. Oh, the agony of defeat. Phenomenal. Hulk Hogan's Rocking Wrestling. That was near the end of my cartoon days. I, I mean, uh, I tell you, the cartoon that I love was Mr. T. And I love the Mr. T cereal. 
Shit, Mr. T cereal was good. I pity the fool. God, dog, that was awesome. Arnold Schwarzenegger's in the news again, still complaining about this fucking pothole. And by the way, I'm done with Arnold Schwarzenegger. After his rant after COVID and how he's trying to walk back saying, screw your freedoms or screw your rights. The story is is that he recently um, filled in by himself a pothole in his Brentwood neighborhood. Well, the story came out is that that pothole was actually not really a pothole. It was a hole that was dug so they could do some work on the streets. Well, Arnold has come back, and he says, Today, after the whole neighborhood had been upset about this giant pothole that's been screwing up cars and bicycles for weeks. Why are you riding your bicycle over it, dummy? Um, I went out with my team, and I fixed it. I always say, let's not complain. Let's do something about it. Here you go. Now, Arnold has come out and said that the story of it being a dug for work is a lie. Um, He came out and said, the giant pothole. uh, Let's see. uh, Schwarzenegger. The headline slash tweet is bogus. The story is correct. The utility work was finished in January. I filled in the pothole three months later, and the city left my fix in place. The story should be taught in a class for people who are confused about why institutional trust is in decline. Well, institutional trust is in decline because we elected morons like you. And I'm one of the stupid ones that did elect you, moron. Arnie, do you remember the baseball bunch with Johnny Bench? I didn't watch the baseball bunch that much. I remember it. I I like this week in baseball with Mel Allen better. Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. Wild Kingdom was on in the afternoons for us. And then you wake up Sunday morning and you were so bummed out and you were so fucking pissed because all that was on was church. Except for one channel in the South that would show reruns of Davy and Goliath. Hey, Davy, smell. Hey, Davy, smell. If you don't know what the claymation, uh, and, and by the way, claymation scares the bejesus out of me. I am terrified of claymation. And it's all due to Davy and Goliath. I never liked the Rudolph the Reindeer, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer claymation. Hermie. I, I didn't like the abominable snowman. I didn't like any of that shit. It was all creepy. Oh, shit. I haven't made that phone call yet. I need to make that phone call before they go to lunch. Hold on a second here. So I saw a commercial last night. And they're holding a big gala event for Alzheimer's. Now, I'm only going to do this once. I promise. I promise I'm only doing this once. Um, and they're calling it. Are you ready for this? Are you Are you ready? They're calling it A Night to Remember. And I was like, when I saw that commercial, I was like, that is so wrong. So we're going to give them a call real quick. Hello? 
They weren't there last night either. They really don't want to sell any tickets. But they already went to lunch. Hi, this is Jennifer Bowring with the Alzheimer's Association. I am so sorry that I'm unavailable to take your call. If you would kindly please leave your name and number in a short, brief message, and I will get back to you as soon as I am able. Thank you. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hi there. Uh, I just wanted to say I think what you're doing with the Alzheimer's Foundation is fantastic. My grandmother had Alzheimer's. Um, she would paint her car. Instead of washing it, she would use blue house paint and paint it. Uh, I loved her, and it was the worst thing in the world when she forgot who I was. I do have an issue, though. I think it's in kind of bad taste, if you will, to actually call the event a night to remember. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So thank you so very much about that. So there you go. Hi, this is Jennifer Bowring with the Alzheimer's Association. I am so sorry that I'm unavailable to take your call. If you would kindly please leave your name and number in a short, brief message, and I will get back to you as soon as I am able. Thank you. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Yeah, hi. I just wanted to call and say what I think uh, you guys are doing an outstanding job with uh, Alzheimer's. Um, my grandmother, she had Alzheimer's. She used to, uh, instead of washing her car, she would paint her car with blue house paint. And it was the worst in the world when she couldn't remember who I was or who my dad was. Uh, I do have one thing, though, that I'd like to say. Uh, I have a tad bit of an issue with you calling it a night to remember. But, but, but keep up the great work. Thank you. Can't wait till she deletes the first message and then gets the second one. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Thank you, Braddy Kid, for reminding me about that. That is fantastic right there. Oh, you know how I always tell you guys that nature is not your friend? Well, time to start listing. Professional divers Michael Maricott and Stuart Selden were looking for an octopus in Canadian waters in October. What are Canadian waters? Um, when they met an orange eight-legged creature, so they met an octopus. The octopus referred to as Larry. Is that what he identifies as a Larry? Okay. Um decided to cling its body around Stuart's neck and torso before it made it uh, trying to get to the gear and started to strangle the diver 40 feet below the water. Um, 
As I looked up from my wall, I saw my buddy in upright stance with an amused, not stunned and confused look on his countenance. At first, he had no idea what he was looking at. Um, as I filmed the majestic movement of this beast, he began to take an interest in my GoPro, attempting to snatch it from my hands, but perhaps he had enough camera candy for the moment. Well, I'd have stabbed that thing to death. Boy, we got some fresh calamari. Man, oh, man. B. Coop says, here's a story about, you missed about Alzheimer's. Uh, real quick, let me go to it. Um, a new peptide made whole potential as Alzheimer's uh, treatment. I don't know why you're sending me this. M- MIT neurologists, neuroscientists have found a way to reverse it. That's great. That's so weird that you would send me that story out of nowhere like that. These motherfuckers can be poisonous fuck octopi. They're fixing to die. Yeah, I ain't going in the water with no octopus. You'll never, ever hear me go, you know what? I'm going to go in there and look for some octopus. That is, that, that's a phrase that will never, ever come out of my mouth. I promise you, it will never come out of my mouth. Good Lord. Hi, this is Jennifer Bowering with the Alzheimer's Association. I am so sorry that I'm unavailable to take your call. If you would kindly please leave your name and number in a short, brief message, and I will get back to you as soon as I am able. Thank you. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Yeah, hi. I just want to say what I, I think you're doing a tremendous work with the Alzheimer's unit. Uh, my grandmother had Alzheimer's. She used to go out and instead of washing her car, she would paint it with blue house paint at least twice a year. Um, and, and when she she couldn't recall who my father was or who I was, it was devastating. Uh, but I do have one issue. Uh, calling the event a night to remember, a mm, little much for me, but thanks. Bam! Now, that was the last time. I've unplugged the phone. I'm done. Hey, Arnie, when are you going to call the Alzheimer's Foundation? (laughs) Watch out for Octopus Larry and his brother Octopus Daryl and his other Octopus Daryl. All right, last story of the day. And, you know, I I just need to preface this with, with something we haven't heard in a long, long time, and it's this. Please don't do that. Dateline is Poland. Um, Actually, we're at the uh, Auschwitz former prison camp of the Nazis where they held Jews for just being Jews. And when I say... Please don't do that. Don't don't be an American. And, And I don't know if these people were American, but... A producer with Great Britain News, Maria Murphy, captured this duo of morons at, uh, at, at this very, very sacred spot. Um, it's a picture of a guy and his girlfriend. She's in all black and has got a red Mick Foley type flannel shirt on. As 
as she sits on the tracks that used to deliver the Jews to their death, she's sitting and looking up at the sky, smiling with the prison camp right behind her. Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't handle the amount of stupidity that's presenting itself to me today. I I, I got to say that that if I saw this happening, I would probably kick her in the back of the head. Here here's the picture of it. I, I, this is the most tone deaf thing I I think I've seen in a long long time. Besides calling a a, 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 an, a night out for Alzheimer's as a night to remember, um, you don't go to you don't go to concentration camps and take pictures. Ogre says, "Audio's familiar. Have a great Wooten day." And Arnie, don't forget to call someone about something. I can't remember who it is. That's good stuff right there. Yeah, the, this one right here. The, the, this is not good. And by the way, I hope they have friends that, that are assholes like me. So when they come back from their vacation and they go, oh, do you want to see the pictures? Oh, sure. Here's us outside of Auschwitz. See, that, that, there, there's a certain way you have to inflect that. Here's us outside of Auschwitz. That's the way you say it. You don't go, here's us outside of Auschwitz. Do you know they didn't even have a gift shop? Someone is calling the Alzheimer event that you should call them. Arnie, she was just doing his Biden step, keeping the honor of the Holocaust alive. Very, very true. I mean, she she is a Biden voter. Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Horror of the Holocaust. Yeah, horror. Oh, yeah, there's an Alzheimer's event. Arnie, here's a story you missed. <laughs> you guys are great. All right, that is going to do it for us today. Uh, we will be back. Hey, Cowboys girl, where the hell is this damn thing? I ain't going to watch an hour and a half sermon. Send it to send it to me on Facebook. Send me a message. If you got Messenger, send it to me in Messenger. Um, but let me know where that is because I want to get him saying what he says. Um, that's going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day. It's hump day. You already made it through half of the week. Only a couple more days to go. So until then, y'all have a great day. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy tomorrow. Adios, everybody. They've been going around You're a long way from being where you want to be When the world isn't going your way Whatever bad luck is getting you down Honey, I'll be right here for you
Waiting to arrest him. 